for months. Let's get on it. Because everybody knows who we are. We're just so popular. That's right. We <laughs> yes. are. Yes, that is true. I am the redheaded wonder of the Hillbilly Broadcast. Are you? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. Dude, you're going to make your wife cry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, I guess. I've been emotional all day. Okay, and then... <laughs> we don't even do that she's anymore. Not she's not starting yeah. to tear up, is she? Yes, I'm crying already. Wait, have you have you been going from the show that long? That We're not doing them anymore? We haven't done them for months. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I still come on and say that yes, I'm the sensual fireman. To be fair, okay, so we have 25%. We have half of the show that wants us to do it. That is so last year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That was, yeah, that was like 27 days ago. Yeah. <laughs> the angels falling, are falling too close to the ground is not here. It, oh, you're talking about Mariah. Mariah. <laughs> yeah. Correct, yeah. Like, and homeless Canaan is over there. Homo Canaan. Right. Oh, 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 that was good. Wow, that shots good. fired, dude. <laughs> Homo Canaan. I forgot about the bell. <laughs> Oh, I'm okay. I'm I was okay. literally. How did you guys? How did you guys figure it out? Goodness. <laughs> you, because you like to spoon with my, oh my husband. Goodness. I don't know, Cannon. You yeah, gave well, me a couple yeah. hints over the years. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I was listening to Joe Rogan earlier today. Uh huh. Was you? Yeah. <laughs> you really? How does it feel to be on that side of it? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Someone supports you. <laughs> so he had this guy on, and this guy has a like a bone to pick with Google and all these big tech companies and all that. Okay. And his whole thing that he does is talking about people's privacy, like how much Google gets into your life. And it was a pretty, I mean, it was, it was pretty interesting. It was really interesting. It was a, quite the episode. This guy, like, he's testified before Congress and all this, that, and the other. And what was weird, though, was I think it was yesterday, I go sneaking through one of my multiple email accounts, and I see that Google has sent me an email, and I knew they did this to a certain extent. But I'm not kidding. I mean, you could see this here. Okay. Phil, here's your 2021 timeline update. Google and, and so, Google Maps. <laughs> again. <laughs> Google Maps timeline. Okay. Okay. Now I've seen them send me this on a monthly basis before. Be like, here's your location history. Well, on this one here, if you look right there, that's every place that you have been, every general area that I've been. In 2021. Okay, that's scary. There's where I went to Indiana. <laughs> There's multiple times you've been in Indiana. For some reason, Columbus. they have they have me uh, pinned in Columbus. I don't think they must well, have caught us on a trip out there. We yeah. stopped at someplace there. Yep. Oh, that's creepy. Look at this dude, here. That, that's crazy. Dude. They've got me down around Charleston. I don't know what this was all about. I don't even remember what this was. And they have. I visited 51 cities. They're keeping track of all this. And 12 of them are new locations. Yes. Let's see if I like, got man, Phil. You are you are quite the traveler, dude. It says he's been to 361 places, and 164 of these places are new. Oh, and you want to you want to? Okay, so we scroll on down. 
I've traveled enough to go 1.2 times around the world. They have the mileage that I traveled, 30,000 miles. That's scary. They logged that. And then they put their little propaganda in there, low emission travel, which I'm very proud to say I traveled seven miles of low emission travel <laughs> last year. Saving the environment, all about climate change. Uh, yeah. And then right down here, I'm not kidding. Here's a link to click on. Learn more about climate change. Yep. Okay. Yep. So then you go on down. Here's when my biggest travel times of the year were. So they're keeping track of all that. Here's where uh, the hours that I spent at shopping places. They've got that broken down. So when you've gone shopping, like this Walmart and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Apparently, what you've spent more time shopping than you have eating. Look at you. March was my biggest shopping for some. Here's food and drink, which we all know I spend most of the time <laughs> places yes. sell food. Yes. Cities visited. Here's pictures from the different cities. Okay. This is strange. I've never seen Robinson Grand Performing Theater. We went to see. Yeah. Um, There's the Barber County Caddy. Museum. Yep. Philippi Inn, where we went for breakfast after we had our ultrasound for the, or the yes. appointment for the baby. Yes. This is weird. Oh, and you think that's not that's not scary enough? You scroll on down. Your all time data of the places you have visited. Okay. All time. Okay. 180 cities. That's so it's like they just it's almost it feels like something out of a uh, mafia movie where they're just like <laughs> they put trackers on where you. they just kind of come up and try to gently nudge you and let you know that hey mm-hmm. we're watching you know what I mean yeah Jeez. honestly yeah. that's wow. I've got terrifying so I didn't get any of that because I've got it all turned off but I guarantee you they're still tracking me yes oh yeah they yes are. they are. Because you're, they will probably catch where your cell phone pings off of certain things. Because oh, yeah. I know that they do that for like criminal shows. But like your cell phone oh, yeah. pinged off of this one place. Well, well that's that's the way <laughs> law goes through it. But like with this man, they just follow your GPS. Yes, I mean you literally are carrying around a tracker, and you, they don't have to shut the mics off when you're not talking on the no. phone. Then no, they can no, get they access to the cameras and everything. Well, this guy that was on Rogan, so he does a lot of these studies, like they do these experiments with this stuff to where they'll get, uh, have you, any of you guys ever heard of the Nielsen ratings? No. Yes. You, you have, it's like know. for TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like they'll get certain people to basically report what they watch. Okay. And then that's how ratings are traditionally measured. So he started doing that with Google and basically having people, I think they they put something on their computer or something they, uh, to where they kind of can watch as well. I mean, they agree to it, but and so then he's seen like all these different things where Google influences things. But Google can also pick up if you're a fake account, and so they Which won't give the to a fake account because they know it's probably somebody trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, <laughs> but when you go through wow. and you have, like he said, some of their studies has thousands of participants in them. And he said, when you do that, then you really see, like, all the crap that Google pushes. And he he completely blew my mind. He's like, okay, go to Google and type in the, the letter A. He was talking about their um, suggested searches. You know, when you start typing something in and it starts bringing stuff up. He's like, go to Google.com. Don't do it on your app because it's going to bring up, like, your history. So just as if you were a brand-new person... Go to Google.com and just start a search with the letter A and tell me what the results are that come up. That's that's what John's doing right now? Yeah, he's pulling it up. Okay. Kanan, you do it too. We'll all do it. Yeah. What's your first one, John? Amazon. 
ding, 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 for everybody. Amazon yep, is their mine too. Amazon mine is too. their biggest uh, paid advertiser. Mm. When you go to B, so I just start going through it. Almost every one of these were shopping things. Best Buy. What I've got yep. in big lots right below it. Yeah, and then you went to C. Yeah, what C was? Bring that up. Carhartt. Carhartt, and there was another one too. Come up. so they give you like a a certain amount on there. Read off what you've got for C. Carhartt, Cabela's, COVID symptoms. Uh, symptoms. So there's a oh there's their COVID thing they're throwing in there. Credit Karma, Costco, uh-huh. Craigslist, Chewy. So you mean to tell me that everybody that's going to type in a search and they just start with the letter C, they're looking for a place to shop? No. You go to D, Dollar General, Domino's Pizza. Yes, Domino's oh, Pizza was oh the first gosh. one for me. Dollar Tree. <laughs> and then you start realizing these are all humongous uh, companies with big advertising things. Carhartt, granted, is in the news because of their yeah, COVID Yeah, it's right now. But what, yeah. do you, what do you think about that? I think it's kind of crazy. But people are wanting to either burn the stuff or they're wanting to boycott them. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm or too what? cheap to burn anything that I have a car heart. Nor does it. I agree with that. Okay, so here's... Yes, I think that's kind of dumb, honestly, burning it. It's like oh, you don't give yeah. them your you money. Just your keep money. it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Just keep it, wear it out, and then go and buy something else. <laughs> yeah. Or, and like I even posted this after I shared and said this is ridiculous, um, that if they want to get rid of it, they can just send it to me and they can make it a charitable donation and then we'll give it out to <laughs> To the poor people. Oh, I'll give it to nobody. If I have a bunch of cars showing up the house, I'm like, You're listen, funny, yeah. I'm it's as staying, communist as the next person. That's <laughs> mine. Yeah, that's same with me. You're 100% right when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, dude. It, and so, like, he was just using that to um, kind of show they're pushing the stuff that they want you to see. Those are like their paid advertising. Cabela's, you know, they got a humongous advertising budget. How's come whenever you type in C, it doesn't say cat? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Cat videos or something like that. No. All of a sudden, we're all wanting to see Costco, everybody in the world. They want to see Costco. Some people yeah. don't even know about Costco. You know what I mean? It's only like a, what, West Coast thing? You know, I don't know. It would be funny to insert right here. <laughs> what? As you guys just start screaming and just have me like squalling in the background, shooting a gun like I'm shooting my <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Just like insert that little bit. It's like, I will bring that. Uh, I'll post the link to that to that episode in the show in the show notes if anybody wants to see it. The reason I'm keep turning my head, I'm trying to bring up the guy's name. I mm-hmm. just I just finished listening to this. He's a complete and total dork, <laughs> and at times it gets a little uncomfortable. And you can tell Joe Rogan at times is like, okay, not sure how to respond to him, but it's Aww. it's full of really good information. And the guy's name was uh, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I turned out. That was wonderful. There you go. I look retarded. Thank you. Quick on the ball there. Well, actually, I just. I actually just hit the wrong button, but it turned out being the right button. Yeah. Dr. Robert Epstein's the guy's name. You sure it's not Epstein? They pronounced it Epstein on the show. It's spelled the exact same way. It's Epstein. Who wants to be related to Epstein at this moment? No one. You said it's Epstein? He does not want to be related to Epstein because he will will suicide himself. Yeah, he he pronounced his name Epstein up until like last year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. I don't want to suicide. (laughs) If he winds up dead, we know. (laughs) 
Yeah, that that really kind of um, I don't know, just made me think. And especially when you get these emails, it, it's kind of terrifying. Like, there's times that even show it, it'll show me the routes that I took on some of these things. And well, I mean, you got to look at it. There's been that facial recognition software for decades, and they've yes. been anytime that there's a security camera, they've been tracking you even since back then. Yeah, but okay, so I would expect I'm not happy with it, but I would expect the government to do something like that. Well, this is a freaking company. Well, but you know this stuff's getting turned in. Sure it is. Yeah. And that was another thing he hit on. He said from the very beginning, when they started developing Google, they were like basically in talks with some of these various government agencies because the government's not stupid. And they're like, uh, I think he used the example. He's like, if we see people searching how to make a bomb, then we realize <laughs> we might want to know. Right. Okay. But the problem with that is, and most people would be like, yeah, that's reasonable. What if a dude's just curious? Okay. Exactly. That's not reasonable. No. It's not reasonable. I Have I made a threat? No. Not in the last 30 minutes, I haven't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One finger, two finger, three finger, four. <laughs> that was a threat. Okay. But, so it's just like, okay, so say that they could convince me, all right, that's reasonable. But you know how quick crap changes in society nowadays so what happens when they somehow get all this crap down to where dudes driving pickup trucks and are some kind of national threat Mm -hmm. and then they just figure okay i'm gonna keep record of dudes that are figuring out how to fix their 1500 chevy when it slides over the hill into a tree then we know you see what i mean who determines what's good and bad Mm -hmm. yeah but anyhow, for some people, they'd be very happy. That is a good thing that your truck got totaled. Well, I mean, it ain't good for the insurance company, but <laughs> no, but it's like you have it. Well, it wasn't totaled, but I guess we could talk about the last week's episode. Yes, let's talk about that. I need to make an address about the last week's episode. John needs to make a dress. It's already the second most popular yes. episode we've ever put up. It's been up like at the time we're recording this, what, three days? Something like that. And uh, we've got some response from it. It's been really nice to... Like, you're talking lengthy messages, too. Oh, yeah. We got some We got Major some biographies man. came rolling in. Yes. Which I, I love to get those. I'm glad y'all sent those in. Obviously, it's a topic close to people's heart. Right. Either no matter which way they stand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, talking about you know people that disagree with us, I was thinking we should have a tagline for the show. <laughs> I was thinking we, we should just... Providing sermon content since 2020. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. T-shirt idea. Yes. T-shirt yes. idea. Yes. There it is. Which, um, you know, I have been hearing some preachers seem like they've. this has become a pet project of theirs where they all of a sudden feel the need to start preaching on the old holiness way. <laughs> oh, it's like, why? Are you, are you facing some backlash or something? <laughs> but you know what it really is? An interesting fact. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, man. I lost you. (laughs) You realize that nobody... An interesting fact. People that don't listen to Ron White have no idea what you just... I love Ron White. Well, when Ron White said that, I also didn't get the joke then. And I really didn't get it now. Interesting fact. Ron White quit drinking, which makes him a cleaner living person than my brother John. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. 
Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. Oh man. We talked about smoking earlier at work because Dave was down there and you know, I said I like to smoke a cigar now and then. He's like, Why? Why do you think you are Bill Clinton? <laughs> oh, 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 wow. oh dude. That's, uh, that's, that's that's quite the rebuttal right there. I love how Missy does not care Stop. nor think about the feelings of the editors. <laughs> I, okay. I don't I'm either. I'm married to this man who's the editor. And no. obviously, she's sleeping with the editor as well. Yes, she is. Yeah, like, what do I else but do I have to lose? For some reason, it's not, make, it's not making my job any easier. <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and flag that but moment it, right but there. But it keeps her on the show. It does. Uh, wow, we got off guess, topic. Should we... Restart that segment. I don't know what to do. Not even what so were we on? You were talking about the messages that and John had them pulled up um, that we had received. Yeah, I guess. On the podcast. I guess we should get back to the Bible after you was talking like that. Good idea. <laughs> yeah, we got some. We got some really good responses to it, and I would like at some point to have her back on the show. I feel like there's we only scratched the surface. Yes. Which. Oh yeah. That was our longest episode, and it was like an hour and a half, something like that. Yeah. I like long episodes, but even during a, a long uh, podcast, you still can't, on something that deep, you can't but just scratch the surface, you know? Yep. I, I would like to have her back on at some point. Yes. And uh, obviously, you know, the people that wrote in, they really liked it. We got some some responses from people, and, and John, maybe you can read... Uh, some of what they said. Obviously, we'll we'll leave your all's names out of it, just in case. I know some people still have right. Yes, yeah, specifically like to cover. <laughs> <laughs> specifically in reference to the last podcast, we got two messages over that. Two people that, believe it or not, ended up being quite connected with a lot of the things that we were we like grew up around yes. and hearing about. Yeah, uh, like up in uh, Canton, Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, places like that. And uh, I just kind of paraphrase what they, you know, were talking about. Uh, you know, uh, one of them even uh, mentioned about Clinton Camp. You know, we told we told all these stories about Clinton Camp, and of course, there's you know like a, a generation gap there. But when this person was growing up, they attended Clinton Camp every year. So we used to come pretty darn close to it. I mean, yeah, we we went every year. But I'm just saying, you're like there, was, we wouldn't have like met them, probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, but like there's that connection. They uh, they had connections to people in Indiana. Um, well, you know something else that I've also noticed. I've been talking to one of my buddies that listens to the podcast, and so then me and him will get on the phone and and talk about these kind of things for hours. And he doesn't live that far away from me. But the difference in what he's seen out of the holiness movement and what I've seen is like night and day. Like, he's like, no, nah, dude, I didn't see that. Like, I'll, I'll be naming off something extremely crazy, like some guy, you know, preaching against playing, even changing his style of music because he didn't want to sound like country music anymore or something like that. And he's like, we all kind of looked at him as crazy. And I'm like, What? We looked at him as like the Pope, you know? Right. And like I said, he's not that far away from me, but just what he saw was completely different. Mm-hmm. 
in both the messages we got regarding that last episode, uh, they really stressed like how happy they was that to hear other people that come out of the CHM mm-hmm. that were you know speaking up and they said you know coming out of that and still having like a working relationship with God and like you know still moving forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, not coming out of it and then just, you know, a lot of people throw it all away. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it all away. Yeah. So, yeah. Those two messages we got, we definitely, uh, did read all of them, you know, the complete message and, uh, wait, wait, maybe maybe (laughs) thankful for your very heavy response. All two. Well, hey, I'm making it sound like we've got more than what we have. No, you said no, both said of the messages that we received. Yeah. A lot of messages. <laughs> we read all, all, <laughs> all of them, and then I went and corrected myself said all of the messages. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was a correction. Let me mark that. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. So in speci- specifically regarding uh, the messages, uh, the, the last podcast, we got two messages. I'm just going to start this whole bit all over again. <laughs> yes. No. Um but to the two message <clears throat> Let me try that one more time. So the messages we did receive on that last episode, um we definitely read through them all the way and uh, we did respond to those two. We're really happy to get other people that are kind of in the same boat. Well, it's nice to see the, people realize you're not the only one. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, uh share stories like we did here. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing other people, you know, like you said, that we're not alone, but see other people's come out of it and are still moving forward yeah. and making, making the right. Especially when you're sitting there listening to a sermon, like aimed at you, like not necessarily in general, but pretty well directly. To this day, like I remember when I first listened to that, I was like, "Oh boy, what did I do?" You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. "I'm like, let me hear it again." <laughs> but but that first time I hear it, I'm like, "Oh, oh man, I'm gonna have to repent of whatever this guy's telling." You know, I have no idea why I'm repenting. Yes. I'm <laughs> Lord, I don't yeah. know why, but I'm so sorry. First, <laughs> I'm like the exact opposite. I just want to laugh about it. But, and I I try because. We do try to do this the best we can and not just rip on people. However, I do think our humor uh, does <laughs> maybe dark. hit people the wrong way. It gets dark. <laughs> yeah, you definitely dark. need to put a little, a yeah, little, it can, uh, it can get dark a little sure. mark right there to show you. But yes, we do get yes. <laughs> a little further off the trail. Yes, there are times. <laughs> but I still yet, sometimes this day, I'll question, I'll, I guess, question myself to correct way to say it and just try to like take evaluation of my life and where I'm at and just kind of think back over and say, like, did I get something wrong? Am I the rebellious one? You know, that I'm, yes. that it's being preached about, but every time and now, if you, if you come at it with an emotional approach, yes, you'll be like, go run screaming back to the nearest holiness church. You can, you know, <laughs> run down and, and burn it down. Yeah. Yeah. The burn it down. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, dude! Well, you, know, you know, Missy actually said that she kind of does the same thing. You know, just like looking back and making sure, that, mm-hmm. just looking back over her life and seeing, you know, if she did the right thing and yeah. everything. 
And she gets all the way down to where she got married. She says, that was the wrong turn. <laughs> I really should have debated all those seven men that I was messing with. You don't know how hard, how hard it was to keep a straight face. So you didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, you got me on that one. <laughs> I have outbid BS the BSer. <laughs> I could have had a better life. <laughs> she don't even joke anymore. This is true. I could have married Kaden if I would have known his family better. Bill, put the gun down. Put the gun down. Oh, man. I still find myself questioning at times, but whenever I get off the emotional thing and mm-hmm. just look at it objectively, I always come to the same conclusion. Always. Well, I was actually talking to you about it the other day. You know, it was, um, I got to hang around this guy, and uh, and you always are kind of like second guessing yourself, you know, making sure you're doing the right thing. You know, you're not being the rebellious one. You know, you're on the right track. and uh, And then all of a sudden, like, you know, this much stricter person, you know, going to this really conservative church and, you know, and you just think that has it all together or whatever, they start opening up and start talking a little bit about their life. And you're like, oh my, okay, well, I'm not doing that. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm at least on a much better path than that. You know? Yes. So I, I think getting back to what you're saying, and man, you will have a ton of editing to do just to get back to that. <laughs> but uh, you actually made it work pretty smooth. So I guess coming back around to that is, is you know, yeah, you may have those thoughts and stuff, but like you said, if you you know you kind of look onto it, and and uh, and of course, prayer always helps. You know, pray about yeah, it and, and think about it, and that's one of the things too. It always bugged me about the the rebuttals that we get are. Um, because they love to set up these straw man arguments and stuff where they're like, mm-hmm. I've heard several preachers. They just don't, or they'll say they're going against the direct commandments and principles of God's mm-hmm. word. And it's like, uh, no. That's not how this no, works. No. Not how this works. Yeah. You can say that all yeah. day long. That doesn't make it any truer. Yeah. Right. Because there's not, no, there's not one bone in me that is like, yes, I'm just trying to figure out how I can just go against God. No. Yeah. And I heard, yeah, uh, absolutely. I heard Brian, I forget his last name, from the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. And he said when he started leaving the IFB, his dad got a hold of him because, of course, he had basically been thrown out by that right. point. His dad was still an evangelist in the IFB movement. And he said, look, if you would just not go so hard against this stuff, they might let you come back. And the way that he answered really kind of summed it up for me. He said, look, these are convictions of mine now. This, these yeah. are my beliefs. Right. I can't just. Yeah. I can't just change those. Like, it, and it's sad though yeah. because like a church wanted you to throw away your personal God-given convictions just so you could be accepted mm-hmm. into a group that was like not really even doing right themselves, which makes no sense. Like, basically, go ahead and lose your soul just so you could be a part of a worldly group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes no sense. Well, you know, it's it's like so with these preachers and stuff that preach against people that think like us, right? It's like, what do you want me to do? When I read the Bible, that's what I read. That's what's there. And what's interesting, too, we had talked about this. We were reading one of those messages. um, And the lady, she was like, yes, the people that have the problems are going to join this other church that's super strict because, you know, they don't like how things are being ministered to and being handled appropriately. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, for example, Canaan's church, like they're really trying and reaching out to people. Yeah, it's, it's not ministering the way that the. Holiness Church really wants it to be going. Right. So they're going to be like, oh, we're going to yeah. go to a stricter church. And um, yeah, it, it, it's sad that you have to deal that way. 
It really is. The response is, yeah. oh, you know what? You're ministering too much, so we're going to go ahead and go to a different church. But that's not what they, that's that's not not how what they, they say. That's not what they say, but that's exactly the what it is. Yeah. They say you're letting down. You're letting down spiritually. You're letting mm-hmm. down your morals. You're letting yes. down conviction, standards. You're no longer standing for the holiness way that we want to be a part of. I'm kind of like, yeah. but you're, they're not doing wrong either. Well, it's, it's yeah. just, it's funny too, because Natalie Edmondson talked on the last mm-hmm. episode that we just had about some of the... Um, feedback that she gets. And when you oh. read through some of that, you're like, yeah, it's very obvious. These people have no idea what the Bible says, yeah. but by George, they feel strongly about what they don't know. <laughs> they do. Yeah. That's what's That's sad, though. Perfect yeah. way to put yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's terrible, you know, cause like we hit on it there, you know, all this stuff about, uh, you know, the way you should dress and all these standards, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that they've, taken something and made it a law when it's not right. And, and then, and then if you question, well, you, if you want to question the way, then you're rebellious. You got a rebellious spirit. Cause see, okay. Natalie even hit on that today. Like she actually shared something and I, I shared it because it was good. And she was talking about how certain um, things, like if you have independent thinking, just if you think outside the normal way of thinking and then you like dare to mention it, you were a bad person. You were shunned because you had the guts to say something. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't even ask a question, basically. No, you couldn't question anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is sad. Well, I'll give you an example. So she she has a thing on her on the the Brian Holiness Instagram account where she has posted different responses that she's gotten. And I remember when I asked her if she still got flack, she laughed in my face. Mm-hmm. And then you know told us about some of it. Yeah. Well, I got to poke around on their Instagram account. And there's some here. So she had posted something about um, basically going against the, okay, things women can't be a part of according to uh, this logic. So logic is talking about because modesty in a skirt without pants under it is not guaranteed. So she, I'm not sure exactly what post she's referring to, but we always heard the woman that wears pants is sinning, right? Mm -hmm. It's not true. And so she was making an argument for that. Right. She's like, no, you can do this. And they would always say, well, you can be modest in a skirt and do everything. I'm like, yeah, ask Marilyn Monroe when she stood over that subway <laughs> grate, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the most popular pictures yeah. ever. But anyways. Yeah. She's got a wall mural of that. <laughs> yeah. So she listens. Yeah, ask like, the lady that horseback riding, huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Oh, they, they would always say, well, back in the 1800s. <laughs> it's like, yeah. If you have to go back 200 years ago to yeah. reference... Back in I, the I don't think it still works. Yeah. Back in the 1800s, yeah. they had divided skirts, which are basically women pants. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. pirate pants. Yeah. Yeah. Pirate pants. Palazzo yeah. pants. So she put, a th- she put a thing on here talking about things that you really can't do and guarantee that you're going to be modest in a skirt, like you know, swimming, biking, uh, rappelling, zip lining, stuff like that. You know, she sure. got a big list here. It's, yeah. And so one of the responses she got said, I believe this post falls under the part of the Bible that talks about the great deception. Yes. Our hearts must be right if we as ladies can't do something modestly in a skirt like the Bible says. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, do you remember that passage, Jonathan, in uh, in the book of Mark where it talks about women must always wear skirts? 
<laughs> and that, and that, pertain, that part of the Bible pertains exactly to this situation. Yes. Right. Yes. It's very clear. It's super clear right here, guys. I mean, there's no room for question, guys. Just follow the guidelines. (laughs) If we as ladies can't do something modestly in a skirt like the Bible says, then we shouldn't do it at all. I will never never compromise scriptural holiness. What does scriptural holiness have to do with what you just wrote? (laughs) I'm sure it was all in all caps. Like, I will (laughs) never... I do see some caps on there. I will never compromise scriptural holiness and my relationship with Jesus Christ for something my flesh desires to do. Flesh desires. You sound like my flesh desires. (laughs) Desires of the flesh. It is a very dangerous place to be when we go against scripture and don't feel guilty. God be with us. Uh, and then she put Proverbs. Canaan is no longer with us. I'm sure he'll be back here in a minute. <laughs> he accidentally, he accidentally it'll be awful connected. if he died. Aww, <laughs> poor Canaan. We're just sitting here waiting on him. He's, he's calling back. Dude, was you getting under convictions? That wasn't part of the- <laughs> he was going to go make sure his wife didn't have to do flesh. Bizarre. Yeah, I'm, not sure. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> was your flesh desiring? <laughs> then she, then this lady posted. So I expired. <laughs> Proverbs chapter three verses five and six. Pull that up, Miss. Let's see how bad this is taken out of context. Okay, so Proverbs. Thankful to be in a true church. A true church. <laughs> the true church. True church. The only true church. He's like the Dwight Schrute. Is that in your vehicle? What's that? A true church. Would that be in your home, your vehicle, outside? What well, is obviously, it's wherever no. the preacher no. says it is. Yeah, no. It has to be a house of God. It has to be oh. a structure. It cannot be in a home. Yes. It has oh, to be okay. as a designated place. Canaan, quite frankly, see, I, I'm I concerned about your I soul. Was, <laughs> I, was, I was misguided. See, I thought we were the church. I'm a little misguided. My bad. Yeah. No, yes, no, no, yes. never. Yes, you are misguided. You should read the word. Because <laughs> it's very read read the word. Word. subject. Do you, do you not listen in church? Do you not listen in church whenever the preacher preaches? <laughs> Well, you know, the past 17 weeks has been football, so I've been watching. (laughs) She she finished up with thankful to be in a true church where standards are taught as well as the scriptural principles that back them up. Okay, so you said Proverbs what? Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Okay, so. Oh, my gosh. I am not. I'm not one to debate with people, especially over politics. But this is something I would honestly like to sit down with one of these people. I like, would too. And be like, all right, take me through this. Yeah. And But you know that they would end up reverting to like how people do with politics. <clears throat> oh, well, you just, you're just trying to kick back. You're just yeah. trying yeah. to racist. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. you're racist. You're rebellious, you're rebellious spirit. Yeah. That's what, what yeah. it's going to come back to. It's like, no. I, just like with politics, I'm literally wanting to find out your views and yeah. why you believe it. Well, and, and as serious yeah. as a judge, um, the the way that people win political arguments by saying calling somebody a racist, this brand of religion of Christianity wins it by calling you a compromiser. Yes, yep. 
So they whip yeah. out the old compromise yeah. word, and then everybody cowers yeah. down because they're like, oh, well, yeah. I'm not a compromiser. Good Lord. Yeah. No! Yeah. 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 It's just like saying you're a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay, so Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Yeah, read me that. Is, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. It says no skirt or no pants, right? Uh, I mean, I, I'm it sure says, it says no pants. Yeah, it's very clear. <laughs> to be worn by a woman ever. Okay, it says... Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Okay, go ahead and read the part about pants and <laughs> <laughs> It's not there. Read that part twice. It's not yeah. there. It is not there. Imagine that. But I tell you what, we could get we could get something that would uh say more about women wearing pants if we went to uh the book of Boogalusians. Boogalusians. <laughs> 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 Okay, so I want to know, can I acknowledge the Lord while wearing pants? Of course. O- obviously not, because it says it right there in that passage <laughs> no. of Scripture that pertains yeah. to Come that on, case. haven't you been no. reading that? <laughs> it said right there, no pants. Yeah. Okay. It said it right there I've in what you no just read. On, no. but. <laughs> <laughs> now, part of this is kind of funny, because... I just watched that movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West, like oh last week. Oh, yeah. dude, great movie. And, he, great and, this, <laughs> and the preacher's up there preaching, and he's like, he's preaching against free grazers. Yeah. And he said, <laughs> and like after he got done, he's like, he said, and that comes out of the part of the Bible that pertains to that case. <laughs> <laughs> that, is like, that is exactly what these yes. CGM people do. That yes. wasn't in that movie. That was a service of Clinton Camp. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's like, oh my god! Exactly, what it is. like it comes out of the part of the Bible that pertains to that. Dude, I'm going to use that from now on. Where are you getting that from? Where well, it says it? Where that? Well, where it says it in the Bible that pertains to the case? Do you know? I've heard my pap say many times. He sat through, and this was a preacher that he had like high esteem for, and he said that this preacher preached for I don't know how long. That it was wrong for you to have an inside dog. And he used some kind of verse in the Bible, obviously out of context, something about where it says dogs are without. And so he went on a rant for, from the way it sounded, a very <laughs> long period of time. And then when he got done, he said, I never did really like dogs anyway. It's like, oh. Which is like stupid. It makes no sense. So obviously we know where your opinion's coming from. What'd you find, John? <laughs> Revelation wow, twenty two fifteen. Revelation twenty two fifteen. What's it say? For for without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters without. and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Like that's the only part in the Bible that without where though? Like without of uh, or with? Is it even talking about a place? I mean, I guess we could get an actual English translation of the Bible on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know, this might not be the same place, but this is all that come up whenever I search it on the Bible, the King James Version thing. Yeah. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and adulterers and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Okay, so it's obviously talking about... You you can't have a dog in the house. I mean, that's what it said. I mean, it says right here, yeah. uh, you know, the whoremongers and the adulterers have dogs in the house. Well, can I call him a <laughs> false teacher because it said they're without the gates of the city. You shouldn't even have them in town, dude. Oh, man. Oh. Wow. You know, it bothers me how these people compromise. <laughs> 
<laughs> you compromisers. Yeah. Having dogs in town and such. I mean, yeah. what's next? I'm going to marry a paint can. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Children out of wizard. Let's read one more that she got. Uh, from what I read of the lady's testimony today, I feel like she wanted to wear pants more than she wanted a move of God. So the Holy Ghost, being the gentleman that he is, gave her what she wanted the most. God does not make you live a holy life. It is a choice, and he will give you over to a reprobate mind. Okay. No, no, no. Where, where though, does it say in the Bible that wearing a skirt is holiness, is a picture of You just of read it in Proverbs there a little bit ago. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. is that not what it said? It will give you over to a reprobate Seriously, mind though. and let you do as you please. It just depends on which one you desire the most. The world or God. That's why in today's generation... <laughs> They can have premarital sex. They can live in adultery. They can drink alcoholic beverages. And so, so right there, that is uh, like, who calls it alcoholic beverages anymore? No one. You either call no it one. beer, you call it liquor. <laughs> you know, it's like, we call it beer. So, no, no, beer. Cool beer. <laughs> so, so therefore, Jesus was an alcoholic because, you know, he made the best wine. So listen, we don't think that far into it. Just leave that no. be. No, it was grape juice. <laughs> Take it by oh, faith. It was? It, was, it was grape juice. I mean, it says it very clearly. Yeah, that's why the alcohol. Jesus the turned the water the into grape juice. Yep. I don't know who don't changed the wine, but they were yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, somebody they obviously wrong. messed it up. They Take that wrong. out. I, that, was not, that was not appropriate. <laughs> and it was so important that they said, and that was the first miracle Jesus ever did. Well, but don't you know, it said in there that the guy that had the wedding going come and was like, hey, we're out of grape juice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a strong perversion of scripture that we're going into here. But so let me continue with what you say. Uh, they can have, uh, they can... Drink alcoholic beverages and still think they're Christians. Yeah, we got to go back to biblical principles, and we need to get back to holiness. Okay, so real quick, are, are they trying to hit on her a lot for because they think she wears pants all the time? Well, she herself even said she wore pants like 10% out of the time, and yeah, like she, she wears said, skirts 90% of the time. Yeah, But you know what? 10% of people are also in hell, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm, obviously, we're just, but, I mean, are, are they hitting on her like crazy on the pants thing? Um, basically, yes, they are. That's what... It sounds like they're trying to attack her and say if she really wanted to mind God, she'd be wearing skirts and not questioning this. So, <clears throat> what, what about everything else? What about her leaving the church? What about, you know, makeup? What about jewelry? Mm-hmm. No, they just... It sounds to me like they're just constantly hitting on the pants. Well... That's a good <laughs> pants. I don't know. Here's the problem. We think that a lot of other people think rationally. And that's our first mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for real. And I, know, I'm, I don't mean that to sound arrogant and crazy because I, I don't mean that. No, but it's all. true, though. There's a difference, well, the though, between thinking rationally and being smart. <laughs> We can think rationally, but we ain't smart. That is very true. It's <laughs> <laughs> now a good time for me to say, I'm uh, smart. Here's, here's another one she got. I'm going to notice that. No, she said, that was my favorite line from last week's episode. <laughs> Missy's just like, I'm smart. <laughs> and that's why I said, it's now a good time for me to say that. Yes. Just like, say it again, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. Say it again. I need to make a clip out. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> I'm smart. You can do it with the other one. <laughs> I'm, I'm smart. <laughs> 
Spelled S M A H T. Smart. Smart. Okay, just so we're clear here, it says that Jesus took, okay, you ready for this? 20 to 30 gallons of water and turned to wine. So Jesus made 20 to 30 gallons of, of wine. That's yes. a lot. Yeah, that sounds like a party to me, boy. <laughs> now, That's a good wedding, man. Let me be clear about that. What what does the Bible condemn over and over and over again? Drunkenness. Drunkenness. Right. Okay. Usually Alcoholism. usually right. premarital sex. <laughs> right. Usually in the same <laughs> passages that it condemns drunkenness. Right. It also condemns gluttony. However, let's leave that one alone. <laughs> As most yeah, preachers do. Yeah, we don't want to do. talk about that. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're 500 pounds and you have to buy the biggest <laughs> yeah. suit ever. Yeah, and but, like, you know, but you're yeah, like, just go ahead and just shove the food in my face. But let's go back you know, to, but like, yeah. right, right. But let's go back to the drunkenness for a minute. So it's, it's wrong. So I do not believe that Jesus made this, what'd you say, 30 gallons? Up to 30. It says 20 to 30. And was like, here, dude, drink it all, you know, to like three people. Because he wouldn't have convinced anybody to sin. So therefore, and, and, and this this was a big wedding. It was huge. So therefore, they're running out of wine. All right, here. Can we have what? I mean, I don't think. Does it say how many people were there? I, I got it pulled up here. Like, I was going to read this just so that we, you know, kind of. The show. passage from yeah. the. Go ahead. So it was, it's, and this is from. Oh, wait, no, this is NIV. Oh, we can't use oh, this. Lord. Oh, that's bad. oh, man, we can't use this. Hang that. on a second. Heaven forbid we understand what it said. Okay. All right. So here's King James verses John two verse, uh, uh, two through 10. All right. Hit uh, me. And the third day there was a marriage and Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were <clears throat> set their six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins apiece. Because we all know what firkin is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can somebody translate this? So, um, so that, that stands for either 10 gallons. Is Was that a truck just went by? Yes. Something happened weird. The, um, yeah, wow. so two or three measures or firkins, Y'all keep, I think is what it was. Keep it up. I'm going to grab up my other one in here, too. So keep reading that. Mm-hmm. Ten gallons. I have all the different translations in my app. I don't trust yours. Yours are like <laughs> Yeah, but it says ten gallons or 35 liters was the two or three measures, which is like what? Firkins? I think it's what's called. Yeah, yeah. F-I-R-K-I-N-S. F-I-R-K. Firkins in the Bible stands for... Nine gallons, a firkin. So how many firkins was it? Two or three. So, so there were two or three firkins apiece. Okay, so let's just go with two. Okay, so two times nine. Got 18 gallons. 18 gallons per firkin. And how many firkins were there? Two or three. Oh, my gosh. So he made it, He made at least 18 gallons he of wine. He made at least 18 <laughs> gallons of wine. That's crazy. So, okay, so <laughs> it goes on to say. Where are you at real quick? 
John 2, right. 1 through 11. Okay. Go ahead. So it goes on, it says, Jesus saith unto them, fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he saith unto them, draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, he knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and saith unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This is out of the ESV, which is my favorite mm-hmm. uh, translation. On the, on the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with mm-hmm. his disciples. Right. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted, the water now become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely... Then the poor wine, (laughs) but you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Canaan, Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. It does not say that was not alcoholic. And in fact, when you go back to the Greek manuscripts that we have, if I'm not mistaken, and I will double check myself and uh, on this, but I've looked into this several times. It was, the Greek word was, I think, oinos is how you pronounce it. And it was a term used for alcoholic wine. Well, but see, you're not reading the King James Version there. That's why, (laughs) that is the reason why it don't say grape juice. Yes. If you went and got, because, you know, the, the other King James translations don't work. It has to be the King James version. Yeah, 1611, dude. <laughs> I want to know what the Greek version said. That will be something really interesting. I'm no, no, no. Take. You don't need it. You have the King James. Exactly. It's even better. You don't need the original when you have the translation. <laughs> I know, oh, my gosh. I know that there are people that listen that feel pretty strongly about the King James thing. We're, and that's fine. This is all in good, We're not good humor. <laughs> I'm not trying to, you know. Obviously, we like to have fun. Right. Um, but back to what we were talking about. So, yeah, it doesn't say it was non-alcoholic. Um, and, in fact, there's different times in the Bible. What was that time when, when Paul told Timothy, he's like, no longer drink only water, but have a little wine for your stomach's sake and your frequent ailments? Because the water was full of probably actually crap. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it yeah. had disease and stuff in it. And, uh, obviously, Timothy was having some trouble. But some of these things, man, they're just they're twisted out of proportion. Now, does that mean, thus saith the Lord, all Christians must drink alcohol? No, it does not. What that does for me is gives me leeway with somebody else that says, yeah, I'm in. 
obviously, if anybody's listening to this with any kind of attention, they're going to be like, <laughs> okay, they brought up alcohol, laughed at people that didn't drink, and then just <laughs> shut the show off. <laughs> Where does that leave me in my personal walk? <laughs> so It's called Read Your Bible. If you have a conviction against it, for we do have friends. Now we sound like them. No, if you think no. you can wear pants, you just need to read the Bible. Oh, Get yeah, back in the Bible and we'll see right over there in Proverbs yeah. where it says that you cannot wear pants and be a fighter. Well, the Bible says if you have a problem, just drink wine and you can forget this problem. <laughs> See? That is, that is also. There it is, That is also out of context. So what I will do, there, uh, I know the RFP, uh, Recovering Fundamentalists, they did like four parts on this. Uh-huh. They went deep on it. Um, they talk about what the Bible actually says about alcohol. And then they also do it responsibly, and talk about the dangers of alcohol, because obviously there's dangers. Yes, absolutely. Here's another argument that I do not think holds water. So people will say, why don't you try telling me, or or, or try telling the child of an alcoholic who has been abused, or... You know, when dad gets drunk or or there's no money for food, one of the parents is drinking up all the money and there's no food and they went hungry. Mm-hmm. And I've heard this argument. Try telling that kid that it's not a sin to drink alcohol. Right. And it's like, okay. Yeah. What I've a powerful that. argument, right? An emotional one. It right. appeals to your emotions. Try telling a rape victim that sex is not a sin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's different. We would all agree yeah. once you get... You know, sex inside of marriage, it's fine. But it's the mm-hmm. same argument. Somebody that's yeah. been sexually abused, well, it's yeah, different. they just... Like, we had this discussion earlier. Like, uh, we were talking about a friend of ours, and you're like, this person doesn't even drink. And we're like, knowing their history and knowing what they came from, do you blame them? Because, like, whenever you have people, for example, um, they've, like you said, they've either um, suffered depression or they have, like, really bad... Uh, PTSD, they came from the military, whatever right. it is, you know, if you have issues, drinking becomes a loophole and it's dangerous for it's certain not for ones. Everybody. It is not for everyone, exactly. And some people no, obviously no. have the personality that and they, they need to stay away that. from it. And they yeah. know that they need to stay away from certain things because they I would say most people makes most them people ugly, are. makes them, you know, mean, like whatever it is. Yeah. We all have different reasons why we should or should not be yeah. eating those french fries. But what I'm the point I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to make, yeah. Or you could take that argument even farther. Try telling the kid whose dad just died of a heart attack yes. that having a whole little Cedar's pizza feels guilty. Feels guilty. <laughs> Try telling them right. who's without a dad that fast food is. You see yeah. what I mean? This yeah. argument can be used right. a thousand ways. Yes. Just yeah. because a, a somebody that's a sinner took something that God meant for good and completely twisted it Right. And did something evil with it that does not make the original thing wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But anyways, that's true. Well, I'll link to uh, RFP's episodes on that as well. Okay. And okay. there's there's some other really good. I know Mike Winger has done some really good stuff on on Christians and alcohol use. He actually said that's one of the things that kind of started him down the path of leaving the real hardcore fun. Right. He said I started. He started looking into the topic of alcohol. As somebody that believed that it was a sin to drink alcohol, and he said, I started reading the Bible, and he said, the Bible changed my mind, which is yeah. exactly what you would want to happen. Yes. If you're, yeah. So, yes. so we'll link to some of that, and you can go down that rabbit hole and not take us. It's <laughs> your <laughs> final authority. Thank you for listening to the Hillbilly Broadcast. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. 
If you didn't and you really want to get us back, go to wherever you listen to this podcast and give us a five-star review. That will drive me personally insane with anger. If you'd like to send us a voice message, you can go to anchor.fm slash Sparks, where you can also become a supporter of the show if that's something that you're into. If you would like to send us an email, you can send that to hillbillybroadcast at aol.com. That's right. We may or may not still be stuck in the early 2000s. You can also find Hillbilly Broadcast on Facebook, and I am on Twitter at ThePhilSparks. Again, thank you for listening. I love you. The good Lord loves you. And we'll see you next time.